Welcome to the Retire Notes podcast series about preparing for retirement with Bruce Manners, the author of Retirement Ready and founder of the RetireNotes.com website. I'm talking to Dr. Darren Morton, Senior Lecturer in the Faculty of Education and Science and a Lead Researcher in Lifestyle Research Centre at Avondale College of Higher Education. Thank you for your time, Dr. Morton. Great to be joining you. Your latest book, Live More Happy. What do you want us to know? Oh, so much, Bruce. There's so much. Uh, look, I, to be honest, I am, I'm just super passionate about this material. I think that... I get the enthusiasm. This, you catch the enthusiasm? That's good. <laughs> That's good. I, I cheer the ear off anyone who will listen. Yes. I'll warn your friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Look, I just think we're living in a world where people are really struggling with their emotional well-being and, and, and so many people want to feel you know, happier, for the want of a better word, than they do. Yes. And there is so much compelling science. There are things that we can do and okay. things that, can, that we can do to help us feel better, not just in five or ten years' time, but like today or at yes. the latest tomorrow. And so, look, I'm really excited about sharing that with people. Okay, share away. In the book, I've drawn together the, you know, the latest and greatest findings emerging from really two disciplines, positive psychology mm-hmm. and the other one, uh, lifestyle medicine. And um, in, in a former episode, of we, we, obviously we spoke about the positive psychology and some yes. of the lessons that are coming out of that. But yeah, I'd love to share some of the insights that are emerging from the lifestyle medicine space. Yeah, let's do that. Yes, let's kick it off. So one thing that tremendously excites me is the notion of motion creates emotion. Actually, that all rhymes, doesn't it? The notion yeah, it that motion creates emotion. You know, what we're discovering is that your emotional brain, part of your brain that's responsible for how you feel, your limbic system, or as I yes. give it the nickname, the limbo, yes. is actually influenced um, or, or it's fed information from literally millions of tiny little nerves that are distributed throughout your body that we call proprioceptors. Mm-hmm. Now, these proprioceptors pick up on information from the body on how it's postured and how it's moving. And they, they actually send this information up to the emotional hub of your brain. And so this is why motion creates emotion. How you move your body, how you position your body, actually changes the way that you feel. Hang on. So I'm sitting here talking to you. Yes. So how I sit is important for my emotional... For your emotional state. Exactly right. Yeah, there are studies now. These are crazy hey, Hang on. Let me sit up straight. Sit up straight, good, yes, and don't slump the head. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, I tell you what, we jest at this, but as I said, in Australia, one in 10 Australian adults are on antidepressant medication today. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's it's a telltale sign that people are struggling with their mental health and emotional well-being. Now, what are the factors that are contributing to that? Because that's doubled the past decade, right? What, okay. are, what are the factors wow. that are driving that? Mm. Well, I... Uh, now, it's multifactorial, obviously, but I am going to suggest that one of the key factors is that we have seen a massive downturn in our physical activity levels, sure. and, and particularly our sit time. So many people sit, time, sit for extended periods throughout the day. Like yes. We're talking some people are sitting between 15 to 17 hours a day. Right, that's just not a, lot of, not a lot of stimulation of their emotional brain going on via their proprioceptors yep. when, when that's the case. Yep. But not only that, it, it's get wor- get, gets worse than that because many of us are sitting in front of screens where we're slumped over, head hanging forward, 
And, you know, if you saw someone adopting that kind of posture, what would you conclude about their emotional well-being? Well, you would have to conclude that they're down. Mm. And yet we have millions of little nerves distributed throughout our body that are essentially going, um, well, emotional brain, I think that the way that we're positioned is means that we're down. And so our emotional brain perpetuates that and creates that emotion in us. So it's true. There are studies now done, a study done in New Zealand where, believe it or not, actually they got like physiotherapy tape and taped people, they strapped people into different postures and then let them do various different activities whilst in these different postures. And what's intriguing, you know, after about half an hour of being strapped into a slump posture, people report feeling miserable. They report feeling down. If you get them to write a story, they actually use more negative and, you know, forlorn words in the story that they're writing. As compared to when you take them into an upright, you know, buoyant posture, it changes their mood state. So posture, yeah, this is important. And more importantly, we need to sit less. We need the science studies actually showing that just getting up and moving, just moving. So look, I don't even use the word exercise anymore, and I apologise to the listeners that I've just used it then. (laughs) But um, you know, exercise for many people think, oh, that means hot and sweaty and painful, and I just don't want to go there. Well, don't go there. That's fine. But what I can tell you is, getting onto your feet. And just moving in a dynamic way. Hey, go dance if you want to. Do whatever you need to. But moving in a dynamic activates these proprioceptors throughout our body, and there are millions of them, that tells our emotional brain that we are up and alive and in the land of the living. I suspect the word you used, dynamic, is important. It is, yeah. Well, what we definitely know is that when people move in a more vibrant way, and this is why dancing makes people feel good, right? When Mm -hmm. people move in in a vibrant way, it makes them feel more vibrant, right? Okay. And actors know this. You go backstage where someone has to play a, a forlorn, angry character, yes. and they act the way they want to feel. Yes. We need to start acting the way that we want to feel. That's the bottom line. So, you know, the lifestyle medicine space is, is these are some of the lessons that are coming out. Motion creates emotion. You want to feel better? Act how you want to feel. Act how you, you know, Move feel. in a dynamic way. Yeah. So, look, that's just one lesson. There, yes. there are several others. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, but let me say first that I'm talking to Dr. Darren Morton about his book, Live More Happy. Say more. Go. Say more. Look, one of the other chapters I have in my book, and I also have a whole week dedicated to looking at this in the, the LIFT project, which is the, the program that accompanies my book, I call Blue and Green Should Often Be Seen. I noticed that, now, yes. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, there is now overwhelming science to show that getting and immersing yourself in natural environments, you know, I'm talking about blue and green spaces, um, outside is tremendously beneficial for people's emotional well-being. Now, we've known this for many years. We actually now know, and, you know, incredible things. We actually know that in, in hospital, if someone has just a window view of a natural environment, natural landscape, they take less pain-killing medication, they have shorter hospital stays, um, it's something very, very therapeutic about natural environments, blue and green spaces. We know that even in areas where there is more blue and green immersed in you know, communities, there's less domestic violence. Um, so it, it's really powerful. There, a study just came out of New Zealand just a couple of years ago now, where they actually mapped in the city of Auckland um, the rates of depression 
and anxiety disorders and then linked it to how much access these people lived and how close they were to blue and green spaces. They found for every 1% increase in the amount of blue and green space that you have you know, in a close radius to your home, you have a 4% reduction in the prevalence of anxiety and depression, which is really compelling. But look, what I want to say is that one of the most important things, and I think this is a key contributor to people's low mood, is that we're discovering that your emotional brain, your limbic region of your brain, is very much influenced by bright light. Okay. Now, what we now know, what seems to be the consensus, is that your brain, your emotional brain, needs about... Now, these are just numbers. Like We, we talk about lux. Now, lux is just a measure of yes, the intensity sure, of light. Sure. Your brain needs about... Your emotional brain needs about 10,000 lux for at least 30 minutes a day to be emotionally well. Now, there's been hints of this for a long time. We know that in parts of the world, like very high latitude, like Canada and Alaska, where people, during the winter months, when people don't very get dark. much exposure to, yeah. to a lot of light, depression's very high, suicide's very high. It's a condition. They call it SAD, which is Seasonal Affective Disorder. Okay, and, so it, and it what, is SAD, yes. It is SAD, yeah, it's, it's tragic. Um, what we know is that people probably need about, as I said, 10,000 lux for at mm. least 30 minutes every day for their emotional brain to be to be healthy and happy. What, what is that? Is that a day out in the sun or...? Let me give you some perspective on that. Yeah, please. Um, inside, in a bright, lit, inside environment, yes. the intensity of the light is probably about four to 500 lux. Okay. So I've just said you need 10,000 lux for your, your emotional brain to be happy. Yep. And inside, you've probably got maximum four to 500 lux. Okay. If you go outside on a bright, sunny day... Yep. there can be up to 100,000 lux. Okay, so we don't need a bright sunny day. That's good. We don't need a bright sun In the shade on yep. a bright sunny day, now I need to point, this doesn't mean staring at the sun, by the way, so yeah, don't, don't do that, listeners, do that. right? I'm not, I'm not encouraging anyone to burn their retinas out no, by no. staring at the sun, but just being immersed in that kind of environment. In the shade on a bright sunny day, your yep. eyes are, are probably still immersed in up to 25,000 lux. Okay. So here's the clue, right? Pretty much, if you want your emotional brain to be happy and get its 10,000 lux, yes. um, you know, for at least 30 minutes a day, you're not going to find it indoors. Okay. The only place is outside. outside. And so we know that even on a completely overcast day, there's at least probably about 2,000 lux outside, yes. which is like four times brighter than the intensity of the light in a brightly lit indoor space. Yes. So... People need to hear this. We need to get outside more, yeah. and ideally in, in blue and green spaces. And I guess you're doing something else. You go outside, you go for a walk. Often. Uh, you know what? You're a quick learner, uh, which I knew already. <laughs> That's a but gift. Exactly. Partnering that. I say to people in, in the project, I say, hey, while you're out there, why not do something that involves moving in a dynamic way and give yourself a, 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 you know, a double lift? Yes, sounds good. And a walk is doable, isn't it? A walk is all it takes. You know, we definitely know there are studies that show that, you know, more vigorous forms of activity, yes, they, they sort of offer, you know, confer even extra benefits, but a walk, you know, and when we talk about, you know, really all you need to do is what we call moderate intensity, physical activity, and yes. moderate intensity is a three to four out of ten in effort. Like we're not, this is not grabbing your chest, gasping type stuff. This is the kind of stuff that you could comfortably hold a conversation with someone. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and I think everyone can do that.
Yeah. So where is your book available? The book is available in all good bookstores. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's certainly it's available online and at my website, uh, drdarrenmorton.com. And look, I mean, these are just a few of the strategies that I present in the book. There are other things I'd love to, you know, I'd love to talk about how food feeds your mood and some of the science there is just phenomenal. So just, just, just on food, so I may feel good eating a Magnum ice cream, but I suspect it's not good for me. No, well, there's actually one magic ingredient, um, and this relates, yes. we're actually discovered, we're learning a whole lot about your, the gut, the bacteria in your gut, yes. and how it's actually been referred to as your second brain. Okay. and the intimate interaction it has with your emotional brain. We're going to run out of time, I know, and we probably already have, but... Give us a short version. You're, you've got 100 trillion bacteria in your gut, which yes. is 10 times the number of cells you have in your, in, in your body. All right, so I'm going to hate okay. to break the news to you, but you're, you're actually 10 times more bacteria than you are human. But right. what we're discovering is there is, there is a, a secret ingredient that those bacteria just love. Yes, yes. And when you feed them, them well, they're happy and they create a happy home for your emotional brain too. Okay, I won't okay. tell you what the ingredient is, but you can read the book and find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, that big build-up to nothing. <laughs> Thanks for your help. <laughs> okay, so we should get the book. Hey, thanks for talking to us, Dr. Morton. We've been talking to Dr. Darren Morton, a senior lecturer in the Faculty of Education and Science and a lead researcher at Lifestyle Research Centre at Avondale College of Higher Education. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Pleasure.